Welcome to the Top 5 Go Podcast. I am your host, Kevin G. And I'm here, as always, with Aaron and the villain, Shantae. What is up, guys? Hey, Kev. How's it going, buddy? Look, this is we're on camera. Look at us. This is video. I'm in PJs. I'll be real. <laughs> well, Shantae's normally in PJs, but we normally record in person. So you don't usually see it. I'm here for everyone. For the future. We'll do that in the future. Right I now, um I need hair makeup. One of the reasons <laughs> we'll get people in there into your homes to right. get them. Right. Well, one of the reasons that we're 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 doing this remote. It's because your boys got COVID. Let's again. go again. No, yes. You need to reevaluate your life that you keep getting sick like this, dude. Listen, I man. The dish, and I still. <laughs> so, I think but the Amarion, the Amarion's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah I'm not gonna lie. Bucks. I'm pretty sure I just had it. I got the negative, but it was because I couldn't find a test for like a week. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you think while it cleared your system, you didn't. Yeah. Get tested, so I, then therefore I had the florona because I was in Florida for two oh, weeks. Well, so, uh, I think you definitely Florida. got it. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. <laughs> I just saw a TikTok the other day that was just like, "I'm partying in Miami." Yeah, you got the Rona. Like it just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I had it. <laughs> and listen, man, the Rona's everywhere. It's doing what it's got to do. But you know this was not killing too many people, so that's a plus. That that Amari, I'm just hitting you in that ice box where my heart used to be. So we're we're back. We're recording this one. Um, we have a very special guest for our first remote episode, Yay. completely remote episode. Um, we brought in. You know what's so funny? We did a remote episode, yet we brought in a person that's local. So that's an interesting thing. Well, we got to talk out with someone who were like, that didn't work. Meet us next week. We'll redo it. You see? To be fair, to be honest with everyone, we had her booked for an in-person come in the studio, but then, you know, Corona. So it just had to transition. But this is the last time we can get her. We're bringing in Jamie. What is going on? Oh, you know, just chilling in the house. Lockdown, I guess. <laughs> yep. Oh, you're also locked down. That's how it works. Yeah. So Jamie is um the sister of podcast host CJ, who's been on several of our shows. He's done a bunch of them. We brought in his sister because she's local now and we were gonna have her in studio, but you know. Yeah, that didn't work Rona. Out. Here she is though. Hey Jamie, tell us about yourself. Tell us let's, let's hear about you. Um, what do you guys want to know? Well, you tell me anything you want to tell us. All right. Um, Well, I moved to Vegas this year from California. Okay. Okay. You know. Whoa. Fun. Shantae and I did that years ago. Um, (laughs) We did that years ago. Quite a while ago. Been there, done that. Fun little switch up. Um, I start my master's program on Monday and apply to behavioral analysis. And I make YouTube videos for fun. Ooh. Nice. We're going to get that YouTube bump. We're going to get that YouTube bump. Got your followers on this now. Just give a little shout out, you know, put in the description box. Scoop, scoop. What kind of videos do you make, Jamie? 
I would say they would be classified as lifestyle videos. They're for the okay. girls, the gays, and the theys, if you know what I'm saying. They're makeup, hair, fashion, puppy, like stuff that I cook, just hanging out. I love vlogs. I love videos where it's like you're hanging out with someone. Those are my favorite mm -hmm. videos because you see the stuff that they use in their daily life and you're like, oh, damn, I want to buy that. That's how my videos are. It's basically just, you know, my daily life. That sounds like a bad I, move for me because as someone who like shops way too much, I'd be like, oh, Amazon. That's, <laughs> that's me every day. And then the yes. description box, you're like, ooh, Amazon, click. <laughs> like, that is every day. bad for the bank account. I will need to stay away. I'm sorry, Jamie. <laughs> but it's good for the views, though. You got to get it for the yeah. views and for that little that that little money coming in from the Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. For the affiliate link. Gotta have the affiliate. Speaking of though, day in the life. You like this look? Here's the transition. We want to know about. I hear that you, while well, been locked down, but watch a lot of Netflix. Tons of Netflix. <laughs> And you like the crime shows. Love crime shows. That's all I watch. That's all I and watch. so we will be doing top five crime shows Yay! this week. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Um, I like how Aaron said it like he was not prepared because he didn't. He just found out like right now. He's like, oh, okay, we're doing. <laughs> As we were joking about pre-show, I'm pretty sure that when I say Columbo, Jamie's going to have no idea who that is. Because she's like, <laughs> oh, preview on his list. I, no, I'm not really using Columbo, but yeah. he's gonna have Starsky and Hutch. It's gonna right. be okay. I've heard of them. I've heard yeah, yeah. She probably saw the one, you know, the the, the original with uh, what is it, Will Ferrell, and who else is in That's that not one? the original. <laughs> <thing>. No, I'm <laughs> with you. So, here on the top five go podcast, what we do is we do our top five lists, go from five to one. And we start off with the guests hearing about their criteria for why they picked the list. So, Jamie, what is your criteria for top five crime shows? Well, there has to be some kind of crime committed. I'm not okay. very specific about what crime. And it also has to be interesting. So some of them can be like straight up documentaries and some of them can be like dramas. I don't mind as long as you make it really interesting. I also like if there's an aspect of mystery within the shows. It's not a requirement per se, but it will bump you on the list if you can give me a little mystery mixed in with the crime itself. Like there's a crime committed and there's a little mystery and then you give me a little plot twist in there too. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. Got to throw that in there. So, so then Jamie, what do you have for number five? Number five is The Stranger. It's pretty new on Netflix. Ooh, it's The bomb. Stranger. Yes, and they actually just came what? out with, I guess it's like, the same writer of the book for The Stranger, he has another series that just came out and I'm not finished with it yet. I'm like partway through, but I'm really interested to finish that one because it's giving the same crazy, weird vibes that The Stranger gave. Hmm. Okay, so tell me about The Stranger. I never even heard of this thing. Never heard of it. Okay, so The Stranger is basically, this stranger comes up to you and knows all these personal details of your life and basically sends your life into like a tailspin. And they do it to multiple wow. people. And then they all of their stories interact and intertwine. And there's like a crime that was committed and everyone's like all mixed up. I'm not giving any details because you have to watch it. But it is really good. The way that all their stories intertwine and how everyone's dirt kind of connects to the other person's dirt, but also connects to this person 
whose dirt comes up five, like five episodes later. Like it's so interesting. It was really good. The way that so it all shifts and turns. What's the name of the author who wrote the book or the show or? Oh, I just looked at his name. It's, I think it's like Harvey something. Let's see. Let's see. The Stranger. Harvey. I've never even heard of The Stranger. This is like a new new thing that I've... <laughs> he oh, says on Netflix. You like, I like the idea. I like shows that have the twists and the turns and the stories are kind of intertwined. So it does sound very interesting. Yeah. It, the guy's name is Harlan Coben. Okay, I've heard of this author before. And it's like- I didn't know they like made a show for one of his- It's good. I was like, wow, okay. And the new one is called Stay Close. Okay, so it's like a British thing. Really good though. Got it. Okay. And so it has (laughs) a guy named Adam Price here. I looked it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, The premise is a mysterious stranger tells a secret that has a devastating impact on a seemingly- perfect life. Mm-hmm. The stranger is a woman in her 20s with a baseball cap and has learned to be correlated with more secrets as the series progresses. The secret affects the man's wife who goes missing as a result. Yes. Interesting. It's good. Interesting indeed. I I don't know that I would watch this myself um, yeah, because you know it's like a like a I don't like the fact that this strange person just came out of nowhere <laughs> and just tells you about your that doesn't really appeal to me. I would have if I'm flipping through Netflix, it's not something I'm probably stopping on myself. Like what uh, what is his point? Is he trying to like extort money or I don't Well you have to watch and find out. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, so how'd you find this show like what made you decide to watch this because netflix recommended it to me because all i watch is crime shows and like crime documentaries netflix uh, was like 98 match and i was like click <laughs> you were like that is a match that is a match let's find yeah, out them work for you let's go yeah. <laughs> and now here it is at number five for your list yes all it was right. really good okay all right, listen. I don't know how this. I don't know if this is how it's going to be voted on in the end because I ain't never heard of it, nor does it appeal to me. But I get it and I feel you, and I understand that. And uh, thank you, Jamie, for that at number five. Yes, thank you're you. welcome. Yes, Shantae, the villain. What is your what is your um, criteria? So for me, I, I like what Jamie said about a crime had to be committed. When I think of crime shows, I kind of think of those procedurals where like every episode there's a crime and they're trying to get to the bottom of it or prevent it or something like that. So most of my shows are going to follow that format. Um, and my first one is the show Leverage. So Leverage came Leverage. on. Leverage. Yes. And th- this is a show where they kind of flip the procedure on his head. So you're on the side of kind of like, they're not the bad guys. They're like the Robin Hood figures, right? So they all used to be criminals and then they come together to kind of right wrongs. Um, and they're in this team. And so there's these people who go out, go out and exploit other people. Like they do insurance scams. And they're usually like rich people who are taking care of, or ad- taking advantage of poor people in order to make more money, you know, that old thing. And so this this team of of criminals basically work together to take them down and to kind of give some back to 
the, 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 the little people who are having their lives ruined. And I really like it because at the end, there's always this reveal, kind of like that Ocean's Eleven thing where they show you how their all their tricks work. And I'm always mm. excited for that part so I can see how everything turns out. I love that. Was show. that the end of like every episode? Yeah. Well, and then there's also like the like through the season story too that kind of connects the little pieces that they do, like those procedurals always do. It's really a, it's a fantastic show. I like that they uh, they filmed it in Portland as Boston. Like I saw, like <laughs> that, you know, you'd be like, I'd watch a Blazer game and it'd be like, oh, here are some of the folks from Leverage or whatever. Like, and I like that each of the characters had their own like, like one was the fist or the fighter, and then one was the you know the the sneak or you know like this is the, the they all have their role in it. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it, but that was a really good show. And then they just like reboot it too. I feel like yeah, they, they did a little reboot because you know Timothy Hutton got mm-hmm. taken off the show. He had some like kerfuffle with something i didn't really look into it so they rebooted it with him it's like years later and he's now dead and so they're kind of doing it almost like trying to get revenge for him a little bit a little bit of a memorial thing kind of helping to get sophie Devereaux, the one who was his love interest trying to get her back in the game um but i just loved how the team worked together how they built you know it's like a found family type thing and all these people, they're like the thief with the heart of gold trope where like, you know, yeah, I did all these things in my life, but that's because I was trying to survive. And now I realize I don't want to be that a bad person. And so they go after the people that are kind of exploiting others. So it's a really good show. And I like how, even though, you know, it was a similar thing, every episode, they kept it fresh. So yeah. it's good. Mm-hmm. I I had never heard of this show. I see that it was like, what, on TNT or something? Yeah. Yeah, and it comes on a lot. That's another thing. I watch it over and over. When it comes on, I'm like, oh, Leverage is on. I'll watch it. Mm. I see it had like five seasons or so. I, I had never even heard of this thing because I don't watch a lot of TNT, a lot of TBS. I know that they like the characters or whatnot and the drama, and those are things that I'm not usually about. So <laughs> I ain't never seen it. But uh, looking through the uh, IMDb of it, it looks like something that would be interesting. I like the idea of the Ocean's Eleven of it at the end where it's like this is how we get we did it and it's like uh as they go through each person it's like a behind the scenes take of the thing that they did to get to where they had to go you know yeah yep that's a good one jamie you ever heard of this yeah i have i've watched like one or two episodes and i thought it was interesting but it's like on my list Mm -hmm. to actually go back and watch all the way through because i thought it was a good show for the couple episodes i watched i was like this is really cool something different Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you you've at least heard of it. I ain't even heard of it. So <laughs> I'm glad that you thing or a movie thing. Kevin's like, I am. I ain't afraid. seen it. I ain't seen it. I Never heard of it. Eight though, y'all like miss me. You know, <laughs> there's stuff. Listen, man. I, there's uh, as much TV and like mainly TV that I've watched. There's just some pockets decided I didn't venture into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. TNT wasn't one of them. Personally, for myself, I know that they had these shows, though. I know they had the drama, and you know, I like to laugh. I like to enjoy my my time when I'm watching. So I like to, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> laugh, get that going. So wait, what was that again? What was it? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I gotta get the <laughs> the laugh on. That's why TBS got the comedy. You know, I check that out every once in a while. TBS, <laughs> the TNT with the drama. Just I just didn't. But from what I, I, I've read, it looks like it's a cool show. It's something I would definitely 
be interested in because this dude, the grifter, that's an interesting. I like that they, like you said, they all had like names. Let's see the grifter, the hacker, the thief. Yeah. All, they all have their, like, their special role. And then there's like episodes where the person with that specialized role has to like do something that they're not as the, you know, they're not the best at, but it all right. works out in the end, you know, because it's fun. It makes it super a fun watch. Yeah, it shows That's how cool. they like but, learn and grow from, with each other. Yeah. The 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 punching guy, by the way, his name his nickname was the hitter, the and hitter, he literally right. hit people. Yeah. That's yeah. what. Yeah, not the hitter. That's what it was. <laughs> the I love hitter. his character. He was always like a fighter, but he's always like, and now I'm going to talk to you about this arpeggio or this painting. <laughs> like he's a sensitive dude and like he knew art and culture and had like knew 50 million languages and then he would kick someone's ass and be like, all right, are we going back to the theater? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for that leverage. Number five for Shante. Yes. Aaron, what do you have as your criteria, sir? Well, you know, like we've kind of all talked about in some way, you have your your criminal element versus your, you know, other side of it, you know, either the the cops or something like that, like that. So I had to have cops and robbers, or maybe it switches on its head and it's, you know, robbers against cops, however you end up wanting to say it is. So that's kind of my criteria in this. There's got to be some criminal element of some kind and someone is trying to either catch them or vice versa. So my first one... My first one is uh, Criminal Minds. Uh, my Criminal own, Minds. My only, what was that? It's in fifth place. Yeah. Well, so this is my only one on actual, like, you know, everyone can watch television. All my others are, like, cable or, like, premium cable kind of stuff. So, But I love me some Criminal Minds as a procedural. You know, you've got your FBI elite team that's, you know, they're, they're able to use their mental skills to track down these serial killers through the course of like 11 seasons. And I also like the drama that's like the behind the scenes stuff that's kind of come out with like some of those, because it's been on for what, 11 years or something like that. So just I think it has like 14 or 15 seasons. So yeah. many seasons. And I, yeah. I think I'm on to the, like, I haven't watched like the last two seasons. I just binged it on, uh, on Netflix just this last, uh, this last year but it's just a fun one you have those element you have all the different types of characters you've got the super brainiac nerd guy that just you know just does this and you get to do this in-depth look at at how criminals kind of think as they track them down over the course of the 15 seasons there's something going on you've got the big climax at the end of you know every season and it kind of either goes on or it's completely resolved and they start something new. So it's just a really fun mm-hmm. crime show that I I do enjoy, you know, for basic cable stuff. Yeah, I also have this on my list higher than this. So I need to comments for that. Okay. So yeah, we'll too. talk more about it in depth. I do see here that it was canceled and brought back. Yep. It was canceled off network TV and brought back to Paramount Plus exclusively. So I think that's cool. I know that Shamar Moore was on the show. I, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. I heard that in the world. Um, I also remember hearing, uh, I've, I've seen a few episodes of this, so I'll be able to talk about this, but if these both these ladies have it much higher on their list, we'll talk about it more in depth. I ain't mad that got higher, but it just fit there for me. <laughs> no, it makes total sense. It makes total yep. sense. Criminal Minds, number five for Aaron. We'll get more into it. I'm assuming it's going to be 
towards the top for both these ladies. Closer, yeah. yes. For for myself though, um, for my own criteria, I sat here and I thought about it, and I think I'm gonna go with crime shows I like. You know what I'm saying? I wanted oh, wow. to switch it up, innovative, and so, make it. Yeah, something that's me exclusive, you know, the crime shows I like something that's yeah. different. Never, yes. you know, never heard that from you before, ever. <laughs> no, he, no, yeah, he, that's he it's never, new. Says never says it. New yeah. year, new me, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. kind of like what I wanted to do. It's crime shows I like. Now, I want to actually give a little bit more detail. Crime shows I like, and most of the time, I'm thinking about it in terms of cops doing stuff, right? That's yeah. what I was thinking of mostly, right? So at number five, um, I have a crime show that I was uh, really touched me. Walker, Texas Ranger. Okay. Right? Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. It had uh, Chuck Norris. He was a Texas Ranger and literally went and just kicked people's ass. That was kind of it. That's kind of what he did on a regular basis. Like, showed up. He had a partner named Jimmy. They lived in uh, Dallas or whatever. And the basic premise is that he showed up and kicked ass. Yeah. I, I don't really like, it's not, I, mean, I don't know. If, it's not deeper than that. The, like there were storylines that seemed like they, they, were, they were like, uh, like a love interest uh, with like Alexandra and stuff. Like there's, there's other characters, but that's not the important part. The important part is the lore of Chuck Norris was born from the way he came through and just beat the hell out of people in Walker, Texas Ranger. Dude, I I loved it. Yeah, I loved it, man. That and then you you do back to back with that and Renegade. You got like two hours of just like ass kicking with with Chuck Norris and Lorenzo Lamas. Let's go. That I feel like there's not really much more to it. I mean, it, it's he and he's, you know he's solving crimes, but like not like uh, not like what you're seeing on like uh, Law and Order or anything like that, right? He's not getting down there and doing like crime scene stuff. He shows up to like there, there's a thing going on. There's a shootout. He shows up. He like whips open the, the thing. He does some shooting. Him and Jimmy, they're they're talking. They're communicating. He goes and kicks some ass. That's kind of it. That was each episode. It wasn't much. wasn't much. There was no like real crime fighting. I felt like. Mm-hmm. But that's what I saw. Did you guys see Walker? Y'all seen Walker Texas Ranger? Yeah. I never really watched it. I mean, I watched maybe one or two. I like Chuck Norris, but I don't know something about it just didn't catch me. You know, and it's also it came out when I was like a kid, so I was trying to watch other shows. You know, I wasn't really into what I felt was like an adult or old person show. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even mm-hmm. as, even as I appreciate Chuck Norris, I don't even think I was uh, my, alive when it came out. You were, you were a kid. You were a kid. Said that out loud. When did it come out? Uh, it came out right here. I have the years of ninety three to two thousand. Okay, so I was born in ninety four. So I was yeah. So you missed the first season. Like what the fuck? You missed the pilot season. That was it. Basically, <laughs> up the rest of those, Jamie. Come on. Yeah, you should have been there the rest of the time. She should just watch. The I mean, like right now, it's just called Walker. You know, everything they might have. There is a reboot right now on CW. Um, 
No, so I didn't. I watched it when I was a kid, but like not closely, obviously, because I was born in '88. So even myself, I was a kid. But I remember that was this, this is a show my mom liked to watch, and that's why my most vivid memories of him just is just him doing cool, kick-ass stuff. I don't. I don't remember that there was any kind of like procedural piece to it because it was mainly him busting up stuff yeah and beating with people the cowboy hat on yeah with a giant texas cowboy hat and the star and then he would walk in there i'm reading here he was a former marine uh he now he's a texas ranger like that that makes sense why he all he did was kick ass because that's <laughs> Who he was. That's what they his, do. Well, and his partner, Jimmy, he was a former Dallas Cowboy. And now he's a Texas, Texas Ranger. That's my hat. Like I got the hat like with the brim. The that's what I'm doing right everything. there. Wow. With the hat. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's why I have Walker there. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> Jimmy, what you got for number four? <laughs> not catching for the villain. Okay. The villain's not loving it. CSI has a reboot right now, and I'm not talking about the reboot. I'm not impressed. I'm talking about original CSI with Grissom in the squad when they were in Las Vegas acting a fool. So you have CSI at number four. Yes. The OG. I'm a the OG CSI. We don't got time for all the reboots and all the remakes. Not cyber. She's not doing the umbrella. She's doing just OG. Just OG, OG CSI. That was the show. It was so good. I could rewatch that a million times. I don't know. I don't know. In this, in this um, aspect, can we hit the umbrella on, on this kind of thing? I think we got to yeah, be hitting we're, specific. I think we got to be specific, yeah. Because they're very different shows. Uh huh. Yeah. So, crime scene investigation. Yes. Is, is that the one that has? Is that the one with all the who music? Yeah. Who? Yes. You? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's such a yeah, good I, show. It's so funny because I always love the show and then moving to Vegas and then they would say, oh, this happened on Flamingo, on the corner of Flamingo Tropicana. You're just like, no, no, those are parallel streets. That yep. doesn't make sense. <laughs> so like, it, it brought another level <laughs> to, yes. to it when I'm like watching it here. I'm like, yeah, they're going to solve it. But also, that place doesn't exist and I know it. <laughs> so. I just like the way that it's set up. Like, you start with already seeing the crime and then they kind of go back through the crime. You know, I really like that setup. And I also like that you're getting someone else's perspective other than just like the cop or the criminal. You have this layer of the people who actually just investigate the crime scene. So you get some of the forensic science there too. You know, it's not all accurate. You get a representation of kind of what it would be like on the forensic side. So I think it's super interesting. Gives you more depth. It like set up like so many copycat tv yeah. shows of the same nature it is it is og for a reason like mm -hmm. it set up and set forth a path for all of those other shows to follow in terms of how its formula was done and all that stuff so it's i mean it represent <laughs> it is the og <laughs> it is it is and they set up a little experience here there's a cxi experience Yay. on the street that you can go to and like get even more immersed into the world of csi so it did a lot. It, yeah. it made uh, Bruckheimer rich. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it just made that dude rich with a K. R I C K H rich. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, <laughs> can I just can I just take the same idea 
And how many cities are there? Yeah. Like, we just put it in so cities. Places. There's so yeah. many cities. We'll put you here, put you in New York, put you on the internet, put, put you, you everywhere. Miami, yeah. put you, CSI <laughs> Toronto. We're going international. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't oh, forget the crossover event of all Vegas, New Orleans, and Toronto coming together for one giant. Yeah. Are we gonna? Let's go. Are we, we gonna bring go in Miami also? No, that's the second episode. We're gonna bring in Miami to help figure out what happened with New Orleans and Toronto. Right. But what about Miami and Brilliant. Vegas? That's season four. We're not yeah. even not there yet. eyes one day a week. Oh my <laughs> layers on layers, baby. Layers on layers. You know, um, with CSI, I like the fact that there's just well, not just CSI. With CSI, or I'm sure we're gonna talk about it later. Law and Order. I like that there is so many characters that like you can go and you can do like a long term job on one of these shows, get you one of these series regular, work for like eight years, and then be like, all right, that was good. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> that was write me out. I'm yep. ready to get up out of this thing. And like the show's like, see you later. Right. Uh, we continue to run without you. Yeah. Yeah, we might bring you back for like a guest spot later, but like, you know. Yeah. Correct. And then like it it makes you makes it have like a look into like those crime doesn't stop. Just because you left don't mean the crime stop. Yes. And so shows like this, uh, you just bring in a different guy to do the job, right? So you have like a like a crime scene investigator, and they're like, you're, they're out. You're like, cool. We just have a new crime scene investigator right, that's yeah. going to run for the we next four or five years somewhere, and yeah. like, there's someone else got to do this job. Yeah. And 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 me as a viewer, I'm not too upset about it because yeah. I get that's kind of how that works in like life. When I leave uh, T-Mobile and no longer sell phones for them, someone else is just going to sell phones for them in my spot, yeah. and that's just how that works. And so, even though you get really attached to like people like Grissom, you understand when it's time for them to move on. Yeah. Whereas when you'd watch like Grey's Anatomy, uh, the show's called Grey's Anatomy, and the girl's name is Meredith Grey. Yeah. So she can't go nowhere. When she's gone, the show's over. Yeah. I've, I'm not There's watching for the hospital. Line, like, please end this show for Ellen Pompeo. Please set her free. <laughs> yes. Free her because she can't do nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> she got her money. She's good. After this, she's like, "I'm done, guys." So, I'm not doing nothing else. But whereas with CSI, it it's not called uh, Grissom Investigations. Yeah. It's called CSI. So you're like, "Cool, Grissom's gone. Let's bring in somebody else." Yeah, and have someone else do the next few seasons. So I like it. The great number four, Jamie CSI, the OG. Shante, what do you have at number four? So, funnily enough, my show at number four is a show that was heavily, heavily influenced by CSI. Um, it's Bones. And I've talked about Bones before. Like, I love this show. I love that what Bones does, it kind of has that CSI part and then it still marries it with the with the actual cops that go out there. So you have these academic forensic scientists in some in the Smithsonian in DC, and then you have this FBI guy, and like they work together to solve these crimes and they show you not only you know the background, but they kind of get into the science a lot more, how 
the body works, how death works when, you know, someone's murdered, all these other things and aspects. And then you have those relationships that are being built at the same time. So I love Bones. When it comes on, I'll sit and watch the episodes over and over and over again, or I'll go be like, oh, Bones is on this now. Okay, let me watch a couple episodes. And so I, I, I love it. I love that, like, they had the main character be a woman and that she was intelligent and she actually brought a lot of value to what was going on. Yeah. I love that this show kept David Boreanaz working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it kept that guy. He that was angel. angel. <laughs> then he, then they were like, let's put him on this for like 10 years. And then now he's like, what, on SWAT or something? Like he has some kind of other uh, oh, what is other show. That? Like SWAT. I think SWAT is Shamar Moore. Yeah, Shamar Moore. yeah that's Shamar Moore. But <laughs> Boreanaz just, he just stay working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. SEAL team. Silty. Something swatted. Yeah, he just stays working. And they're like, just keep him going. So he was on Bones. Like, I didn't realize until maybe about two years ago that she was like looking up, like like doing archaeology digs and like using that stuff to like figure shit out. Mm -hmm. It's forensic forensic anthropologist so she was a forensic anthropologist so yeah so i have my degree in psychology and social cultural anthropology so we do have to do a little bit in like forensic anthropology it's really interesting i was not down i am not trying to dig up some dead person's bones and like pick at them no sis no ma'am sounds disgusting by looking at like little etchings on the bones or whatever Uh, mind your business. I don't want to know. But <laughs> it's interesting. It is interesting because a lot of the things they said actually match up with things that I learned in school. And I always respect shows that actually take the time to do the research to make them more factual than to mm-hmm. just give us like a bunch of BS because people are watching these shows. And let's be honest, common sense is not all that common. Right. So they're going to believe whatever you said. If you say that you poured bleach on these bones and they melted you best believe we're going to hear about someone murdering someone and pouring bleach on the bones and being like well the show said they would melt you know (laughs) like so i appreciate that they put in the effort to make it actually have some scientific backing Mm -hmm. Aaron, you watch a lot of bones in all of the years that Shantae, that I've known Shantae, in all of the years she's talked about it, I am yet to watch this show, and I probably won't. <laughs> I'm um, starting to take it personally, Aaron. Not, like you're not watching it because of me now. No, I'm I'm making it sound <laughs> that way for sure. Um, no, and it's not for any. It's not for lack of that. It just it's a, it does sound interesting. It's just not my show that I think I'm going to go and watch. You know. Yeah. You know if if someone ever like put it on an episode one and I sat down and I saw that I'd be like maybe then you know like that would have to be the thing that would jump start it but I've, I've like it I need to come over tie yeah. you down and yeah put bones on yeah maybe <laughs> I can make this happen but no, I, I have to watch it so I have zero commentary on the uh the accurate of its place in, yeah. you know this list I, did you did you have these two on your healthiest couples list? Did I, I think I did? Oh, no, they on. hated so, But then they like have kids or some something like down the road. Yeah, they ended up getting together, and I think I did mostly because they kind of helped each other grow. Like she, he helped her to get in touch with her emotions, and she helped him to kind of take life more seriously. And they kind of worked together 
They had a good communication style once they kind of got past, you know, they're, you know, they're from two different worlds, fish out of water type thing. Once they got past that, they developed their own way of communicating. They were always there for each other and supportive. So I think I did have them on my little, on my healthiest uh, TV couples list. Like I said, so the I reason I bring that up, yeah, the reason I bring that up is because you've talked about it before and I, like Aaron, have never seen it, but not that I'm actively avoiding it. Just not really my cup of tea. But from everything that you've said about it, I like the fact that from what it sounds like, this is one of those shows where the couple you think is going to get together actually got together and then continued to work together. And they decided that there was not going to be used that as a real dramatic point. Mm-hmm. for like, like It's like cheap thrills. Like That's a, that's a cheap trick. Right, yeah. but if they got married, and had a couple kids, that means they continue to be able to stay to the body of the show, which I think is really cool. Yeah, and like and the problems a, they had, where they would have issues, wouldn't be like, "Oh my God, now you're with that woman, and I'm jealous." It's more like um, finances. Like, okay, we have to do this, and I make this much money, you make this much money, and we both want to contribute, so we need to find a happy medium so that we both can feel like we're contributing to the relationship. Or I I am worried about you going there and putting your life on the line because this is your job, but I also want to support you. Like, those are the types of issues they had, like stuff that a real couple might have, not some BS. Oh, that lady that you used to love. Like, they were always Mm -hmm. committed. Once they were together, they were always committed to each other. It was never that, oh, I don't know if he's cheating on me with what's her face, which I appreciate it because it's like, it's boring. It gets old. Yeah. That's cool. I I think that's really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shantae. Bones at four. Aaron, what you got at number four, man? So one of my guilty pleasures is uh, the USA television shows, and they're just cheesy and fun, and, you know, a lot of them are very lighthearted, but I I probably could have done a list of five crime shows from just USA and had that be my thing, but I wanted to put just one on there, so I had to choose, and I chose Psych. Um it's got James Roday, who is a fake, uh, he is a fake psychic. He's essentially been trained by his dad from a very young age to be hyper observant. He's got the best buddy in Dula Hill. Um, they, they just work so well together as that like tag team best friend thing. There's always the hijinks that get in, they get involved in and the crimes and the capers that they go around and solve are, they're really cheesy. Like one of them, they go to a, uh, like a, uh, one of those renaissance festivals and like some crime happened there it, it's incredibly cheesy it's lighthearted. it's like family fun but you really do get invested in the characters themselves and just the two guys are so funny together um even the side characters have you know while goofy like have a lot of heart like Lassiter, you know, they call him Lassie. He's like the very staunch, get everything done police officer, do it the right way. And then you've got the, you know, the beautiful young detective. Like it just is a fun all around show. Um, yeah, I love it. That's my, that's my number four. So Psych, it, they didn't have a movie recently. They have three movies, I believe. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> so they, you know, so after the show ended, they've I've I've only seen one of the movies, but they're like, you know, they're the made-for-TV variety, and it just keeps those characters alive and 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 let you kind of just experience what they do in an hour instead of a season. So, I I mean, I watched a couple episodes of Psych. I think it was two 
cheesy for me, you know, like it, it oh, got yeah, very cheesy. so over the top that I was like, I can't even like, I can't even chew on this. It's so, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's incredibly so, cheesy. So I was like, you know, I can't, I can't do it. But I, I did see, and I could tell like their relationship, the two main characters relationship was like the big draw for the show. Um, but yeah. I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> so cheesy. You couldn't even you couldn't stand the funk. <laughs> USA Formula. All of those shows are incredibly cheesy. That's true. That's all true. Of them. So that's they've done point. three movies. So yes. like the show got canceled, right? And then people clamor for I, it to I come back. Canceled. I think it just like ran its course. Like it was like okay, like we're gonna be done, and then they maybe did get canceled and brought back for a couple seasons or something like that. But I. It was like a fan favorite. And if you are a fan of that show, 100%, you're just like, give me more. Give me more of these characters. So they've made three movies from it. Dang. So hey, looking here on their Wikipedia page, <laughs> on their Wikipedia oh, page, Wikipedia. it said it says here um, that they were, I, I think you're right. I think it, 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 had, it got canceled like in 14, but then yeah. it developed such a cult following, like people like Aaron, like just clamoring for it, that oh, they yeah. brought it back for yeah. a single movie. And then that did really well. So then they did another couple movies. And the dude that made the show or made the show, the executive producer, said he wants to do five more movies. Like five total movies. Oh, is that five more? But five total. (laughs) Well, so for two, three, and then four, five, and six. So I think what it is is that he's like, I have more stories to tell. And with uh, the way with the way media works at the moment with all all the streaming platforms and whatnot, yeah. what better way can I get someone to fork over money for Peacock than to tell you that exclusive psych the movie yeah. is going to be on there? Yeah, people are definitely yeah. going to fork out the money, and I get it. I I I, res- I actually really really like all the streaming platforms because you're getting stuff that you loved from before. You're getting all the stuff you love from before because yeah. they gotta fill the content. They gotta have a reason for you to subscribe. Shows that are you know dying are being resurrected for one season on Netflix or whatever. Like really good shows that apparently didn't have enough pull. You know here, yep. here we go. Let's give you that last season, which is something that we've I've always wanted. I hate when shows end in a cliffhanger and then they're like, you never get oh, answers. But now Netflix is like. Let's go. I got you one last season. Let's finish this thing. So yeah. I love and well, they're saying one last season, maybe because they're like maybe. they're like one maybe. last yeah, season unless you want more. Yeah. I mean that's what they did with Lucifer, right? Lucifer was canceled yeah. and then brought back by Netflix. Everyone watched it on Netflix and they were like, Another season, maybe, huh? Huh? <laughs> they did one more season, and then they said Let's do it one more time. Let's do it. And then Ellis will talk about it. No more after that. It kind of No more after that. We're done. Oh, too, didn't they? They were like, we're bringing it back and we're going to make it different. And (laughs) people still loved it, though. That's just how that works, man. And so, psych, psych with them. Yeah. Well, then it's another good one. But like with with them launching Peacock, they were like, we need content. Where can we find content? And then Aaron was like, I would watch a psych thing on the thing. And they're like, Sign me up. I mean, I've only watched one of the but you know. (laughs) And so, yeah, they, yeah. 
it's it makes it worth it, man. I mean, I watched. I'm not gonna lie. I got I got Peacock so I could watch Saved by the Bell reboot. Like that's that's why I got it. And it's hilarious. How is that reboot? Is it good? It's really really funny. I enjoy it a lot. They, <laughs> there's so many callbacks. There's so many callbacks. In fact, um, this last season, not to spoil anything, but this last season, uh, just about her time in Las Vegas, she worked as a as a showgirl for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, she's like, there's a different side of me. It was real, real cutthroat. It's, it's not a life I want to go back to. And uh, for those that don't know, uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Berkeley starred in a in a movie called Showgirls that didn't really work out, but it was way different than her Jesse Spano character. And when she said it, uh, soft porn. The large, yes, it was softcore porn, basically. Uh, but when when she says it, Lark Voorhees and Tiffany Everdeen look confused as to what she's talking about. She's like, "It was just a time in my life, and I'm not there anymore. <laughs> I don't want to go back to being that person." And it was it was, I like the all the referential things that they do. The, in the, the Saved by the, the Bell cinematic universe, essentially. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. Basically. Okay. Showgirls is now a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right now we know show. Nomi is really Jesse. That was a fake name the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went by she went by Nomi in Vegas, but she's really Jesse. It's 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 great. So I like the fact that these streaming platforms are doing this so that way you can still watch their stuff. So I'm glad that Psych is one of the shows. That they were like, we can get money from this. Yeah. So let's bring back this oh, thing because it's great for the fans, man. Uh, for myself at number four, um, I went with Brooklyn Nine Nine. I went with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Interesting. Um, yeah. So because you always talk shit about uh, Andy Samberg's character in that, you always say, "Oh, he's, he's an idiot, man." Horrible. He's an idiot. It, so Jake Peralta's annoying. Like Jake Cross is annoying, but Rosa, Terry, Amy, Charles, uh, Holt, all of them are uh, like, especially Holt, they are all amazing, right? And even though Peralta, the one of the reasons I don't like Jake is because Jake is like a kid, like the whole time. So Brooklyn Nine Nine is a comedy. It's on. Um, it was originally on Fox, and then yeah. it was canceled, and then it was picked back, picked up immediately by NBC because NBC was like, "We should have never passed to begin with." Right. Um, and so when they, when they, when they passed on it, they saw how well it did at Fox. Um, so then the, the moment it got canceled, they picked it up and brought it on there. Uh, you know, long to do for their streaming because they're like, "We could stream this on Hulu." We could use this elsewhere, and with them bringing it in, it, it's it's done great, great work. It's one. It's been a, um, nominated for Emmys multiple times. It's won Glo- Golden Globes. It's basically a show about a Brooklyn precinct and the Nine Nine, and it's just Nine-Nine. the comedic shenanigans <laughs> that are going on in this place most of the time. Yeah, that's that's why I like like it because it's funny, and then you add in there with uh, what Charles Lynette uh, Lynetti Gina Lynette. Gina, yeah. you have Gina on there with Chelsea uh Peretti. Peretti. It's just it's just so much fun and so funny. 
it's just so so yeah. funny. I love and, uh, like that's one of the shows I'll rewatch over and over and over again. And it, it's actually on my honorable mentions, but like some other ones kind of beat it out. Yeah. Um, it's hilarious. They actually do solve crimes, and then in the middle of all that, they have all this crazy stuff that happens. And like the whole like the vulture and how he comes in and swoops in at the last minute to steal yes. this stuff. That one opening scene where he has a lineup and they sing "I Want It That Way" by Boys to Man. Like I rewatched that. Oh, uh, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, not Boyceman, I meant Backstreet Boys. Backstreet <laughs> but, Boys. So but I love it. It's so funny. So funny. I was just talking about the vulture the other day because um at my at at at, at work we have a major sales a major account team and um they handle customers that have like five hundred employees or more. And so I, I was laughing because there's this one girl that has a client that she's had for a long time and that client just got stolen from her by the major accounts team. And I said, ah, this is just like major crimes. And then she was like, what is major crimes? I said, so the vulture, wait till you're almost done with the with the investigation that he comes in and takes all the credit <laughs> for solving the case. That was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the exact same thing. I said, you got them real close to, to signing. You got him doing the stuff. And then they said, we'll take it from here. Give me all your paperwork. And that's basically what our major accounts team does is yeah. they're the vulture from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> and so then I'd like show them who the vulture was. Did credit or, or commission off of that, doing all that work? Uh, she got whatever commission she got up to it. And then now going forward, it'll be covered by them. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, literally the vulture. Literally the vulture. The vulture. But it's... it's, it's I just thought that was funny though, because it, it reminded me of that. But uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, I mean, you have characters like Jake and Amy. So Jake is the main character, played by Andy Samberg. You guys know I'm a big Lonely Island fan. Yeah. Uh, so I I was had high hopes. I didn't like the fact that Jake is so like kiddish. He's not even like dumb. He's just like annoying. But like, you surround him with like. Uh, Melissa, Melissa Fumero playing Amy, who's like so buttoned up and is like a nerd, and you have uh, Stephanie Beatriz playing Rosa, who is just so serious. <laughs> She's so serious, but like there's depth, and then <laughs> she's tough all the time. Then you got Terry Crews like doing more than just flexing his pecs, but like being like emotional. <laughs> Oh, yes. Terry likes yogurt. Terry likes yogurt. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So I'm I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Just don't like that. I don't I think Jake is immature, but I think he is a good cop and he does grow on the show. So I think it's so funny how like you hate him for all the things that kind of make Brooklyn Nine Nine kind of make him the core of the show. Like, yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine wouldn't be funny if he was, like, a good, serious cop all the time. You'd be like, what the hell are we doing here? You know, he has to be that person surrounded by these, like, other dynamics to to make the show. So I think it's funny you hate him for doing the thing that makes the show good. Uh, he just, I just find him annoying. I just find him personally <laughs> annoying. Okay. That's, like, really what it is. Like, <laughs> thoughts on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Jamie and Aaron? I think it's funny. Sandberg is at his best. 
It's, I mean, it's when it's what he does best. Uh, it, it is funny for the amount of episodes I've seen. Um, one of those that I actually probably do have on my list to start from yeah. beginning. Unlike to Bones. Just, you know. <laughs> unlike Bones. We're going to handle that situation. We got that covered. Don't you worry. I already can feel the yep. duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> for a little while, it's okay. <laughs> No, but Sandberg is great in it. The few episodes I've seen, um, you know, like you said, the Lonely Island connection is is super fun because uh, they are hilarious and uh, it, it is enjoyable. So it's one that I would absolutely sit down and watch from beginning to end. It's in my wheelhouse. Just haven't had yeah. the time yet. It's definitely on my list. Oh, you haven't seen it either, Jamie? I've only watched a couple episodes. It's hilarious. I just was oh, like, okay. Yeah. I got to watch at some point. I don't know. I'm still stuck on The Office. I love The Office. That's like my safe show. I can rewatch it over and over. I think it's so funny. So it's funny you mentioned that. Like, I, I like The Office a lot too, but this is in the same vein. Like, you have like they, no, seven, six or seven seasons of this. It's eight. And this is like eight it's seasons of this. Yeah. Yeah, there's like eight seasons of this. It's just like The Office. You can pick up and go. You yeah. don't have to watch. There's some things that carry over, like, uh, they every every year they do like this big Halloween, Halloween heist. heist, but like other than that, like you go pick up each episode individually, and you know you, you have a couple characters that come over like uh, Judy, um, played by uh from the Craig office Robinson. from the office yeah. Craig Robinson. Mm-hmm. He uh other than him, you, you got like a couple characters that, that like lead over, but for the most part, you can just pick up and go. So check it out next time you want to watch the office. Give yeah. yourself a chance. Watch a little Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Nine Nine. It'll be good for you. You'll enjoy it. Yes. Jamie, what you got? At number three, man. Southland. All right. Ooh. Southland. Is- I have Southland two, not at three though. So keep it going. It is so good. <laughs> Southland is so good, and the way that it ended is so disrespectful. And I'm just gonna need Netflix to go on and scoop her up. <sighs> And let us finish this because I am still hurt emotionally by how things ended. And I just, Southland is yes. such a good show. That, that's the one with the dude from the OC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, He's, yeah. 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 So, okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen an episode. It was, it, it looked is good. good. I definitely think it's one that you should watch, like in chronological order, like sit down and actually watch it through. But it's a really good show. And I like that they um I like that they mix in the fact that you are gonna get stupid crimes as a cop. Like I found that really interesting. I think a lot of cop shows try to be so serious and it's only serious crimes. And if they crack a joke, it's like, you know, their little side jokes. It's never like the actual crime is a is a joke. Like it's hilarious that this is what the crime is, because that's really what happens. You know, cops, not every day is it gonna be a murder. They're literally going to have someone in there who like gave someone a wedgie and someone called the cops because people are stupid and things happen. So I really like that from Southland that they had that aspect of it, like the comedy, but the serious, the drama and how they all, all their lives interconnected. I loved it. I thought it was so good. Yeah. I never. I have, oh, I have so much to say about Southland. Okay. This was, oh yeah. That's, but, so, it's so good. Right. Because I didn't move it. I didn't it, I didn't move it or anything and make any adjustment because I felt like where I have it placed is very important. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit later because yeah. I love this show. I love this show. And I'm not a big 
cop drama person. And so I'm with Jamie. This is a great show. So if you haven't seen Southland, this is one show I could definitely recommend you should check out. And we'll get into it why I love it in a minute. Yeah. All right. All right. Jamie, thank you for that one. Uh what do you have for number three? So for me at number three, I, I I went for a little bit of the nostalgia, but this is the show that kind of made me care about cop shows. And that's New York Undercover. So New York Undercover, I used to watch it as a kid. And this show, it was good. There were these detectives, obviously, and they were in New York, again, obviously. And they would go around solving these crimes and everything. And I loved it because it was gritty. It was New York. Their boss was a woman and she wasn't some like, she was some hard ass, but she still was feminine. You And I love that about her. It introduced us to Malik Yoba and his eternally crusty lips. But I used to like, I would carry around lip balm for you, Malik. Like I would do that personally <laughs> for you. Cause damn, you were so fine. And the show was good. It like, it was such a good show. I used to watch it with my mom. I don't even know if I, maybe I was old enough to watch it, but we used to watch it together and it was a good show. And I loved it. And I love that the most of the main cast were POC. Like they were the ones mm-hmm. in there. They're running the show. They were working their, their area. And they were people that I could identify with. So New York Undercover, that's the one who kind of even got me into cop shows or crime shows. My um, my parents used to watch this show. Uh, it was too gritty for us, you know, as a youngin. To be watching this show, but uh, it was it came on the same time as like Living Single, and like Martin, yeah. so we would watch. We were allowed to watch Living Single, and then we had to go to bed, and then they would watch Martin and uh, New York Undercover. So, from what I hear, it was really really good. <laughs> That's time really seen it. Good, and like yeah, I'm like, like it came out ninety four to ninety nine. I was ten when it first started. And like I said, I probably was a little young to watch the show, but you know, my mom was letting me stay up. So I was like, I'm watching you going to cover together. <laughs> and we did. And it was such, such a good show. Was not in my wheelhouse. Sorry, <laughs> I did not watch that. Not 94. I think I was watching, you know, like trying to get away with watching other, other shows on Showtime oh, or something. Oh, like that, that. Not, it didn't come on that late at night, Aaron. <laughs> No, it just I I I have heard of it. I have never watched it. That ninety four, I was you know I was pretty immature, so uh, I don't think I was watching a gritty New York detective show. But I hear that it was like super gritty, like it was it was like very real, very real. It was as gritty as they'll let you get on primetime TV. It did come on Fox, and you know Fox in, was like the younger than that. In ninety four, right? Yeah, yeah. So you like, could do a little yeah. bit more, but also a little bit less. And it was on Fox, and so Fox was like the newer network, so they were trying to be that like gritty, that like young, innovative or whatever. So yeah, it it got pretty gritty. There are some 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 yeah, there are some situations in there, but it was a good show. It wasn't all about shock factor though. It was like this is what would happen. This is like something that makes sense for this yeah. scene or what would happen here. And yeah, it did it, and I loved it. It was so good. I miss it. Love it. Jamie, you ever even heard of the show? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna I need to eject that at this point. Like, how when you were born, right? You came out the year you were born. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it hurts. 
it hurts. <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting. This is a Dick Wolf show. So mm-hmm. this is connected to like Law and Order and Homicide, Life on the Street and stuff like that. So another dude just stacking money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> bills on bills on bills. Yes. Crime dramas is how they do it. Yeah, man, I heard I heard it was really diverse cast and it just got real gritty. So that's the main things I knew about it. Um, and you like knew about their like personal lives too. Right, right. Like um, uh, Michael DeLorenzo, the dude from Fame. His like he would go to his dad for advice and stuff sometimes, and then him and another lady detective got a little thing going on. And then Malik Yoba had a son, and he was like a single father, and he would like raise his son. And so there was like so much going on outside of it. And then they would come together and like solve crimes and look cool and cute as they did it. It was it was a good show. All right, New York Undercover. New York Undercover. Perfect, Aaron. What do you got at number three? So back in the uh, year of 2002, I was just getting into college, and this network called FX launched a show called The Shield. And if you've ever seen or heard of The Shield, that's true gritty. The first episode starts with the main character, who is a police officer, um, murder someone. So that's how this show starts out. Um, He is a cop that is an anti-hero and this is what i feel really started to launch that anti-hero kind of television show etc like it was pretty freaking wild what he did they were essentially cops on what was called the strike team like the badass crew that could go in knock down doors you know get rid of the drug addicts get do the dealers do all this stuff but what behind the scenes they're stealing money they're you know just doing all sorts of bad bad stuff on top of that because they've got their badge to essentially get away with it uh it was michael chickalis who had before he had been the uh the commish that was his first foray that i knew him as in a he was a police officer in that but definitely the opposite of what he was playing as uh as vic Mackey in the shield uh and if you don't know who i'm talking about he is uh he was in the first fantastic four as the thing so that is michael chiklis um but i love the fact that you had to do like a reference just to make sure jamie knew who you're talking about (laughs) it is on my list to watch like i know about the show because i was like in in my opinion it launched the i i think i just looked it up like fx the channel has been out since about 94 but it like put fx on the channel of what you are seeing today it launched justified it launched your um uh, what's yes. the motorcycle one uh, it launched your, all of those shows are of are there a nip tuck yep. if you ever watch it like it launched a lot of those those shows that you now see on fx that are a little bit darker you know more adult content and you know it Again, it's it is a show that you just go in the first episode. You're like, that cop just killed that dude. Like, and I don't want to like if you do watch it, like it's pretty freaking shocking. And so, um, gritty, uh, just a fun all around emotional ride. You 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 get connected to these guys that are not good, but at the same time they're doing good things. At you know yeah. at some points, you know, like 
some of these things that they're doing, you're like, yeah, that person probably needed to get arrested or, you know, whatever. But then you're like, yeah, but you're also a murderer. So pretty wild ride. Uh, loved it. Yeah. So you said you started off by saying this is a cop that's an anti-hero. Cops are supposed to be heroes, man. They're just supposed to be heroes, not like they're the heroes. I didn't say he. I didn't say he was a good person, but the it's it started this anti-hero. Like I hear you. I I understand. I I I don't like that. I don't like that at all for the police officers. (laughs) And then you said they would go and they would take the drugs. 2021, you're realizing, you know, it, cops are not all great. So let's, <laughs> let's be real. So realism might yeah, actually yeah. be I, oh, I no. remember. I remember when the show came out and everyone was talking about it. And I like Michael Chiklis. I just, I I think I'm kind of with Kevin here where it's just like, I don't want to watch a, a show of a corrupt cop, you know, especially growing up. <laughs> where I grew up and in my interaction. And I being black. Like being that. black, I do not want to watch. You might as well know. <laughs> Just See, I want to watch it. Like, no, like, no I think anime. now I'm in a place where I can watch it, but then back, like, it, I was like a senior in high school, and like, I wasn't, no, nah, I wasn't about yeah, that no. noise. <laughs> like, I can watch now. Listen, I, I understand. I grew up in a little bit different world. <laughs> Aaron Rowe was a little different than ours. But... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, you guys were from California. I was from California. <laughs> So interesting. Uh, so interesting. This this is uh, this is something that's interesting. So the the show, um, and this from what it sounds like, if it was true to life, this is this is probably why it was great. It was apparently uh, patterned after uh, the Rampart uh, crash unit, and uh, for those that knows out of Los Angeles, the Rampart uh, unit got involved in a scandal of police corruption. Uh, so just to read you this right here, uh, the Rampart scandal involved widespread police corruption in the crash unit, anti-gang unit of the Los, Los Angeles uh, Police Department in the late 90s. More than 70 police officers either assigned to or associated with crash, with the crash unit were implicated in various forms of misconduct, including unprovoked shootings, unprovoked beatings, planting of false evidence, stealing and dealing narcotics, yep. bank robbery, perjury, yep. and covering up of the evidence with all these activities. The scandal constituted one of the most widespread cases of documented police corruption in the U.S. history. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so going <laughs> in San Diego, which is like a hop, skip, and a jump from there, and like all this stuff, and like all the gangs there, I was like, I'm not watching this show. But it's a fantastic show. It's really well done in terms of all of that. But Hi. yeah. Different worlds, Oregon to California. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, the result of the probe into falsified evidence of police perjury, 106 prior criminal convictions were overturned. <laughs> the scandal resulted in more than 140 civil lawsuits that cost the city of Los Angeles $125 million in settlements. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen. listen. As someone that's watched the entire season, yeah, or a series, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, pretty <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. I think it's. I I do think it's cool that they did it after the fact, yeah. like after the scandal and everything that happened. So like they 
knew the cut. Co- they didn't. They weren't like glorifying it in the moment. If like if this is airing concurrently while the thing is happening, and then like the scandal comes down, you're like, oh, this isn't cool. <laughs> but instead, they're like, we know that this isn't cool. We're we're showing these cops how they were doing things in the crash unit, the strike unit, if you will. That was the crash unit. So I think that's that's interesting. I I just personally had never. I knew of the show heavily, right? I like you said, two thousand two. I'm at this point. I'm in about to be in high school. Um, in high school, about to be in high school. So, and Michael Chiklis has been the thing at this point in in, in the world on uh the Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four, Ben Grimm. So, uh, I know about the show, and I knew it was LAPD, but. I just hadn't seen it myself. <laughs> I'm glad. No, I, I get it, it no, but it is it, it is. <laughs> I, I've just read that it was one one list. It was ranked like the 50th best TV show of all time in Central Lake. I mean, it's it's very very good and well done. And yeah, yeah. I think I can so, watch it now. But yeah, yeah. At the time, no. Now, yeah, I'm an adult. Like I get it, but like at the time. I was a, a a young black male. I did not need to know more about the police corruption in the city I lived in. Right. <laughs> that wasn't entertaining for me. You know, you, were, what I'm you might have been living some of that. Not you didn't need to see it on TV. <laughs> yeah. too. And thank you for that. At number three, for me, at number three, I have another LA-based uh, crime show that I loved, loved, loved. Fastlane. Okay. Fastlane. You guys ever watch Fastlane? Man, okay, so Fastlane starred um, Peter Fascinelli, Bill Bellamy, Tiffany Thiessen, and they were cops that were teamed together, and they got to go to the candy shop, which was like a place that had all the they had all the cars and all the expensive furs, and they got to go undercover. Uh, and and utilize those things to get to bust more criminals. They, their motto was uh, everything we seize we keep, everything we keep we use. And so they would go undercover to the candy store and then like uh Tiffany Bethesda's character, she was like their commander and she put them on the missions. It was like a, a separate unit of the police department, which was really cool. And they had in this warehouse, they had tons of like, like I said, cars and clothes and weapons, things that criminals use, they would use and then they would go undercover and use them to bust other criminals and get bigger scores, if you will. Uh, they, it was, it was an interesting show. Bill Bellamy is, it's funny in it. There's a lot of explosions. It was, it was uh, created by MCG. So MCG likes to do like explosions and stuff like that. It had like, Super cool music. It had um, some cool guest stars like Biz Marquis was in it, Corrupt, Jamie Presley, uh, just, just Terrence Howard was in it. Like they had like top name guys, people. It was super duper flashy. I think it only lasted like two, one season, two seasons, something like that. But it was dope and I enjoyed it. It was cool. It looks like That's I only like, had like two seasons. I. I kind of, or one season, I kind of remember this show when it was first coming out. Obviously, I knew Bill Bellamy from like How to Be a Play and all that stuff. And Peter Facinelli, he's the one who ended up marrying Jenny Garth, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then the Tiffany, Tiffany Thiessen, Tiffany Amber well, Thiessen say, from Say by the Bell. I, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. But if uh, if it's got you know Miss Kelly Kapowski in it, then I'm like, oh, yeah, get Miss Kelly Kapowski. Uh, it, it deserves a number two spot <laughs> for sure. You know, I mean, that's three, it number is. three. That's why I mean I I I showed up for Tiffany Thiessen. I stayed for all the cool cars and the. Uh, Stuff after that, <laughs> I showed up for Tiffany Thiessen. Though, like it's seems to seem like something I would watch, and like maybe I vaguely remember watching a little bit of it, but I don't. I didn't. I didn't stick with it for whatever. I remember the previews, like oh, this is gonna be the you know BA show of the season. Yeah. Let's go, you know Tiffany. Yeah, let's go. Hot, <laughs> awesome cars, sweet, boom, hot shit, explosions. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I watched maybe one or two episodes, but didn't stick with it for whatever reason. Maybe it came on during another show I was actually watching. I don't know. That's, you guys are the reason it got canceled, you know? You guys are doing it. Aaron and I, we were like, done. Let's start a campaign, get it back on, like, psych, we'll do a Fast Lane movie. I don't, it, 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 there was not enough seasons for it to, to be brought back. It was, <laughs> and I, from what I understand, it was extremely expensive, too. That's probably what killed it. Not so, that people didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not No, no, no. I think it's because it was so expensive and nobody watched it. Oh, <laughs> it becomes. Yeah. yeah, it's like we can't really, can't really uh, afford this thing, guy. <laughs> but it was great. It was I. I very much enjoyed the show. It was very similar to Aaron's show in terms of like they did what they wanted to do in terms of the shield. But it was not like it was. This one was a fantasy, you know. Say this was not like based on actual events. And like the stuff they're doing is like you get all of Bill Bellamy's comedy. Uh, Big Boy was in it also. Big Boy, Big Boy in the morning. He was in there too. Mm -hmm. He was in there too. Not as big a boy anymore. He's a lot smaller. Yeah, before he lost the weight, he was on the show. Yeah, yeah, he was still big boy. Still big boy at the time. And uh, Bill Bellamy was funny in there. And, like, they didn't, like, Van and Deke, those are the characters, they didn't really like each other. <laughs> but they were they, they got put in this division because of their police acumen that they were perfect for this. So it was like an odd couple type daily bop. Yeah. And then they had to deal with Billy, who was Tiffany Thiessen, who put them on their missions. Uh, and, all, and all of it was undercover. All of it was secret undercover missions. So they're showing up in Lamborghinis. They're uh, flashing cash, has a bunch of jewelry, because like they said, everything we see is we keep, everything we keep we use. And they use that stuff to get into higher places in these undercover bus. So I thought that was a cool show. Hmm. Check it out. I don't know where you can find it, but I'm sure somewhere. Someone um, has it. Streaming somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, it's on Prime Video. Check it out, Jamie. You, you have to buy it from Prime. Oh. Maybe I'll buy the series that we could have a viewing party or something. Right? Sure. Check it out. Fast lane. We'll do that Check and we'll do our ice cream episode as all together. That'll be awesome. Same time. <laughs> Same time. Jamie, what you got at number two? Criminal Minds. This is also where I have Criminal Minds. High five. Mm-hmm. High five the screen. You got a high five. This is also <laughs> where criminal I have Criminal Minds. It's <laughs> iconic. The disrespect of its earlier placement. It just mm-hmm. wasn't fair. Criminal Minds yeah, is an iconic to show. As someone who is a psych major, Criminal Minds comes correct with their facts. 
I love that you get to see all of the psychological aspect of it. They're talking about diagnoses and people disbelieving diagnoses. And they kind of go through the, I guess you could say like Hollywood version of a lot of these diagnoses, but then they also go into real diagnosis. Like there's an episode about someone who was like schizophrenic and he was committing crimes. Yes. But he literally was a true schizophrenic. He was having auditory delusions and visual hallucinations. And it was just so interesting the way that they did it. I think Criminal Minds also is literally, probably I can say one of the shows that got me into the field of psychology in the first place, because I wanted to do forensic psychology before I started working with little kids. And if I hadn't started working with little kids, I definitely would have done forensic psychology. I had spoken to FBI recruiters and was like doing the emails. Like I was like, I'm kind of down actually to like apply and do this because it is so fascinating the way that people's minds work, It to me at least, in a criminal aspect. So I like that Criminal Minds showcases it, but they also don't glamorize the employee's way of living. Like their lives suck and Criminal Minds did not sugarcoat that, that they're getting divorces and they are disturbed by the things they see every day at work. And it has its own psychological toll on those investigating it. And I think a lot of shows about serial killers and about um, really intense crimes neglect that aspect, that the detectives themselves struggle and have awful lives because this is the field that they're in. They can't trust people. They can't sleep at night. They don't you know, want their families out of their eyesight. I mean, that is the reality. And I think Criminal Minds is just such an amazing show. It really, yeah. really gives people a true insight into it the best insight we're ever going to get because the people who do that work cannot talk about it so you know criminal minds just i mean it's the bomb if you want criminal minds but like the you know like bud light version you should watch uh mind hunter because mind hunter isn't as gritty it's really good mind hunter is like fabulous he is the original it's on the guy who originally created that department in the fbi so if you're into that the BAU. What? The BAU. Yeah, the BAU. Yeah, I like, oh, that's yeah. him. He created like, it. I want to read his book. But yes, Criminal Minds. Yeah, talking about the psychology and the and in that aspect, I love that they explore it and they kind of give you that empathy and understanding of it without glorifying or even trying to justify the crimes. Like, yep. yes, you're going through this. Yes, you have this mental health issue. You still did this horrible thing, though. So mm-hmm. that, like, you know, and I think that's an important thing that they that they did because it's not an excuse. Yes, it's an experience and it's something that you need help for and we should help and support you. However, there are a lot, there are other people who are experiencing this that don't go out and murder people. So you still have to have these consequences for your actions. So I appreciated that they did it in that way. And yeah, like, like Jamie said, they showed their lives too. But I also think it's cool that they got to get on a private jet and like jet yeah. all over the place <laughs> to like, they need us here. We're going to get in our jet and go. So Marriage, private jet. On the green 30. That's how it was. <laughs> the We talked about Criminal Minds a little bit earlier. Um, I, I have watched a few episodes of the show, nothing in depth because it's not really like the procedural is not, not really my thing. But what I've seen, I thought it was really cool. Like, cool. Yeah. Because they're, like, going into figuring out why this person thinks this way. And, like, to help solve the cases to, like, using that method. And then they got, like, the, the woman in the chair yep, doing the thing and the, the typing and figuring the things out. 
Yeah, and then they got they got Shamar Moore out there doing stuff. <laughs> that was he's how you got Shamar doing stuff. I'm a fan. I, I that dude. I feel like that dude doesn't get enough credit for starting on the young and the restless to coming through. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> the young and the restless. <laughs> with One thing, I mean, obviously Shamar Moore was the beefcake, right? But they but he wasn't just there to be like, yeah, I'm gonna go. He was actually a really smart dude. He was like the second in command of their unit. Yeah. So yeah, they they just have him, him here of, to look good. They gave him a lot of responsibility. He gave, he had a, they gave him mm-hmm. actual character. Like he grew a lot in his friendship with Penelope. Um, you know the uh, well, his friendship with Penelope and um, uh, yeah. Reed. Reed. Like just you know, the, he had they actually gave him stuff other than just mm-hmm. being the fighter. What I also was- love though about Criminal Minds, especially now, so. Uh, my master's is going to be in applied behavioral analysis, right? So a lot of what I do now is what they do on the show in a different way. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting now that I'm going to be studying it for my master's because literally people who get a master's in behavioral analysis also go work for the FBI and work in that unit. Because a lot of people, there's this misunderstanding that it's only the psychological aspect. No, you need to understand behavior. And in psychology, it actually is broken down. Like you can study the mind and the way we think, or you can study like why we behave the way that we behave, right? And they are kind of two separate disciplines within the same field. So it's super interesting. The applied behavior analysis aspect is still under the psychology umbrella. And I like that the show points that out, that it's like slightly different. Yeah. But also going to like the uh, the backstories, like Aaron was saying, they had character development for all of the, for Shamar's character. He wasn't just there to be beefcake. They had, even for Reed, he went through his character because he came in as the awkward genius and as he's starting to grow and, and mature. And like their stories kind of carried through. So yeah, they would solve the crime in the episode, but the next episode, they still were going through all the stuff. Like, um, it was Emily who she was like used to be a spy and her stuff came back and her I feel like her story was the most interesting Yay. her arc was so good and like I love that they gave a woman like an arc where she's like oh I'm a, I was a badass I'm actually here hiding out with y'all like mm-hmm. I actually used to like run shit and destroy governments and stuff but I'm just here <laughs> kind of laying low right now so it, it was so much going on and somehow they made it all work and it didn't get too clunky and you didn't lose track of everything and it's such a good show and like I still binge watch them i still re-watch them on netflix now that now that they're all on there so yep. i need the last two seasons to be launched i gotta watch the whole thing i, I think know. you can watch it if you get on paramount paramount plus are they mo- I, mean, I could give you i gotta i gotta watch i gotta watch bones first <laughs> don't, worry. don't worry you will <laughs> all right so you guys both have criminal minds at number two yeah. aaron what do you have at number two so I actually went with another serial killer, America's favorite serial killer, and that's Dexter. Uh, if you guys have seen Dexter, uh, it's about, like I said, he is a serial killer with a code. Uh, he was bathed in blood, essentially like his mom was murdered in front of him when he was a child. And he has that tick in his brain that, you know, he is now this evil he is this evil that he witnessed and the father essentially puts a code into him to because he knows he's not going to be a good guy and he's going to kill anyway so he, he trains him the dad is a cop trains him how to track other bad people and then use his skill set to kill them um show is really really 
really good. Um, I just loved it to death. Like you, it was a different perspective in terms of what you normally get in a procedural. And that's why I have this a little bit higher than the criminal minds, because again, some of the things you guys said is what makes criminal minds a little cheesy at times. Yes. It gives a lot of the, the stuff, um, you know, that is technically correct from what I'm hearing, but like, it does get a little cheesy at times because it is a, a show on a network television show. And I didn't feel like Dexter itself was cheesy. It was dark and and just drove through with this story that is very, very, you know, I, I don't know, very good. I don't know. What did you guys think of Dexter? Or have you guys seen it? I have watched I it. I have. Yeah, I've heard, mainly heard about it, less seen it. Um. It's from what I understand, really, really good, really, really good. People like it. They in fact brought it back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they yeah, they brought, brought it back. So, so I do have a joke about that. I, I'm waiting for the whole thing to come out so I can get that 30 day free trial. Yeah. <laughs> recent season. <laughs> I don't need another streaming service. I'm waiting for that whole series to come out to watch the newest season. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just, I didn't like the idea. Like, like the difference between like criminal minds again, they they understand the pathology and they're saying like these things, but you also have that consequence for your actions. I didn't like how that Dexter seemed to be glorifying it. You know, like we're on the side of the serial killer because he has a code. Like I don't know. I I, I, I watched a couple of episodes. I just didn't get into it. So I like the fact that he does have this code. He's gonna kill anyway, right or wrong. That's a you know that's for you to make that choice throughout the course of the the whole series he makes mistakes and he has to then internally deal with those things and essentially the dad basically trains him to be this killer and he you know he's supposed to act by a certain set of of things that he does and when he does that wrong he then has to face the consequences in his own mind and then that ends up affecting his friends and family and other partners and things of that nature. And it makes it, that's what makes it compelling is this dark person who is supposed to not have any ability to have these feelings actually starts to gain and realize the inside of his workings in his brain. So it's a, it is a different way of telling, you know, those criminal online stories. You're listening to the serial killer. I mean, so it's, it's a Dexter is on my list and it wasn't on my list until I started watching you. And I was like, you know what? If I I love you. It is such a good show. I adore it. And I think that if you're someone who loves that kind of show, what the feedback I heard is if you really love you, then you'll really love Dexter. So you should really watch it. Like, I don't know why you're putting it off because I said the same thing. I was like, well, it wants us to be on the side of the serial killer. Like, why would we want to be on their side? And after I watched you, I realized like, you're not really on their side. You're more so just seeing like, no, you're really crazy. You're really out here killing people and doing all this. And like, you, it is what it is. And you appreciate them for the person they are. And you're like, okay, yeah, like I like this person, but also you are crazy. And like, I probably would like call the police if I saw you outside, you know, I'd have to turn you in kind of vibe. But it's so interesting <laughs> the mind of someone who thinks like that because you're not going to meet someone walking down the street who admits like, oh yeah, I like murder people on the weekends. It's good. You know, like it's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's interesting. And Dexter's definitely on my list. Okay. <laughs> I, I I know about Dexter from um, the people that's talked about it mainly. 
um it was on show, what, showtime right yeah. and i yeah. just did i mean it was it was not just on cable it was a premium cable yeah. you know what i'm saying I think that's another thing, yeah, so. pay. Mm. Uh, pay you know what i'm saying but uh i know that people like love it and I mean, they brought it back. So, you know, if they were going to bring it back. I heard, though, that, that it ended kind of wonky. So for them to bring it back, people were... Which is why they did the new thing. Yeah. The last season was trash. Um, is it last season was trash. Hello? But if that unfortunately yeah. does happen with a lot of shows, yep. you know, they the lifespan of a show goes on too long because they're, you know, they're cash cows and the story and the writing gets a little bit diluted. <laughs> I <can Airbus>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what happened Game of Thrones. I think they didn't really have a plan and then they got to that point they were like well, oh, yeah, oh I mean, shit what's next oh, okay we're just gonna make it happen well, yeah, they're not they're good they're good at adapting material not at yeah, creating yes. their own material uh, you know what can you do what can you do but Dexter I, I hear people didn't love how it ended but you know they brought it back so which that's what this new newest season is supposed to be, like the refresh of giving the fans essentially a, a correct ending. Yeah. Okay. This is what it's supposed to do. Okay. Dexter, number two. Yeah. For me, this is where I have Southland. Um, so Southland was like a real look at like LAPD. While I like lived in Los Angeles, but like I mean, I remember one scene they're like chasing the criminal, and the criminal gets away because he's out of shape. That's the that's like real, you know. You know how you watch the cops like tackle the dudes, and every time, like every time they get them. Well, this time the criminal got away because the, the cop is a bigger, a bigger. It's Michael Cutlass, and he's yeah. a bigger dude. He just couldn't. He just couldn't chase him. He chased him. He he chased him for a while. The, the criminals climbing over fences and stuff, and he got away from him. Like I was, I, I remember that scene vividly because I was like, "That's what really happened." Like <laughs> that's that's real. <laughs> like this young dude got away from him. But the show, as Jamie was saying, it follows uh, Michael Cutlass and Ben McKenzie. Ben McKenzie, known as Ryan from the OC, yeah. he plays a character named Ben. Ben is a rookie police ben officer and. No, his real name is Ben McKenzie. Oh, he plays Ben. Ryan he was Ryan on the OC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael, Michael Cutler's character's name is John Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cooper is like his uh, commanding officer, and he's a vet. And then Ben is the, like, fresh face rookie. And you see them butting heads because John is long time on the force and is disillusioned by all this stuff. Uh, but he does things his way. Also, you come to find out later on that John's gay. Yeah. Not like too much later. You learn it pretty early, but he's like doesn't talk about it. It's like almost as if he's ashamed of it. Yeah. And but it's who he is as a person. But like and, at that time, it makes sense. And in that field, it makes sense. And that's why I like that they brought that up because that's a reality of being a police officer for some people. They don't feel comfortable. They yeah. feel embarrassed. They're scared to talk about it. And I was like, I really like that they added that layer in to him because the whole idea is you would never know clearly because he's, you know, like Captain Macho Man and you're not supposed to, the, the idea that the show is giving you is basically like, this isn't supposed to mix, but it does and it works for him, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I think that yep. show is just I mean, then, it's a great show. It's amazing. It's so real. Well, well the, yeah. another thing is that John has like a chronic back injury. Yes. That he constantly, it's throughout the series, like the first few seasons, before he has back surgery, later later on in the series, he is constantly popping pills. Yes. And like taking Vicodin. And like if they bust somebody and he takes the, the Vicodin, he like crushes it himself and doesn't turn it into evidence. Yep. Because he's constantly popping pain pills because his back always hurts, which is why he does, he's not able to chase the guy down. Because he's a bigger dude and his back flares up and he can't catch the guy. Yep. And so you got that dynamic. On top of that, you got a couple detectives that are working with like a gang unit, mm-hmm. and uh, and Sammy and 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 uh, Nate, and they're yeah. embedded with the gangs, and they're trying to solve cases. While you also have another cop played by Regina King, yep, have, living with her own life stuff. Yep, Regina King. Yeah, she has her own life stuff where she's trying to. Um, be there for her mom. Her mom wants her to date, but she's also a detective, so she's like career first. But she's also starting to think of the fact that like she's getting older. Like it's, it's a lot of like true interpersonal stuff. Yeah, that you're seeing, but you're seeing it from the streets of of L.A. as they r- are running through Los Angeles and having to do all these things. And the way the show ends, it ends on like a cliffhanger type deal. Yeah. And it wasn't great because the show got canceled. But it was it was cool because they had like real LA stuff happening the whole time. Including looking here, they got both actual actual and former gang members to play the gang members yeah. in the show. Like it's in LA, filmed in LA, filmed on the streets of LA, and about Los Angeles the and whole the, time. I think the yeah. main reason that makes that show so amazing is there are the show was able to create moments where you genuinely felt uncomfortable, like you were intruding on someone's private personal moment. And I think that is pretty, like that is borderline impossible to create on TV, that you felt so real and these characters were so real and everything was so realistic that you were like, oh, you know, they're having a moment, something's happening to them and you feel uncomfortable watching because it feels like you're in the room with them watching them go through this moment and you shouldn't be in there and that to me I was like wow this show is like really good these characters feel like real people that you know in your everyday life or that you could know in your everyday life and these are like their stories but they also are police officers it was so good I didn't really pay much attention to it when it was out I guess it was like really popular and we ended up just watching it. I think it's on Hulu we ended up just streaming it and it was so good. I was like, wow, I this show's just been sitting there like in the corner and no one's known about it. And the way that all their stories intertwine and the weird things that happen. I mean, they had like criminals showing up to their houses and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that would happen. You know, it was just so interesting or like past witnesses that they needed to take them back to court and they're having to go find them in like crack houses and yep. sober them up and bring them back. You know, it was really, really realistic of what someone's day would be like as a cop. The, my favorite episode was the episode where the guy was on fire and it was like such a hot mess. Like they get, it was like some crazy <laughs> Literally. Like the, the Santa Ana, 
or something. They were like, it's like the Santa Anas or something. And this, the crimes they were getting were so stupid. Like, so stupid. Yeah. And I was like, this they is had like, like, yeah, this is everyday like- crimes, vandalism. It wasn't all just like murders. Yes. And because, and it's because you're seeing different, like you have, you have Sammy and, uh, and, and, and Nate working with gangs, the gang unit. Right, they're all they're to Texas, just like Lydia, but Lydia is not focused on gangs. She does homicides. Yep. But then you also have the ride along with Ben and John, mm-hmm. as they're literally are in the black and whites driving down the yeah. street. They're they're all doing, and they're and the best part is that they don't all like intertwine. Like there's no like BS. There's no like like bullshit um, reason that they all connect. They in don't. fact. They worked in work. completely different divisions, but it's just a look at the Southland because Ben and John are in the Hollywood division. Lydia's in the West Bureau and Sammy works in the Southeast. They're not all just like meeting in the office. Yep. You're watching three distinct stories from different characters doing different things, but all of them working for the LAPD. Yes. So... I'll say this. I'll say this. You guys have actually made it seem a lot more interesting than watching the dude from the OC run around as a cop trying to be a cop. Because that's all I could ever see it as when it was being previewed. Like when it was out, I was like, I just don't see it. And I don't know if that show came out before he was on Gotham. This was before Gotham. Like, yeah, this right? before. yeah. So okay. So it was it was post OC, like his next big role. And I was just like, I just don't yep. see it. Like but what you guys are describing it as is is a much better show than what the previews yeah. kind of did for me. I just couldn't couldn't displace the two characters. Yeah. I guess. Watch I this time. before you watch Bones. Yeah. Watch yeah. this before you watch. Yeah, watch Bones. No, he has no choice. This will well, happen. No, no. You did you did tell me it has a crappy ending, so I'm not gonna watch it because I don't want <laughs> to. No, so no, no, no. So what you do is you watch for you watch through the ending, knowing that that's going to be it. Because the reason a lot of endings are crappy is because the show gets canceled and you don't expect it to get canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one, if... if, if okay. Does it end on a, a cliffhanger? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Nope, it's on HBO Max, so I might watch it. Maybe he I won't watch it. Like the rest of us. You know, I'm actually not tortured. No, I'm not, not tortured because I, 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 I was tortured at the time waiting to find out when the next season was coming. But at this point, I could rewatch it, knowing that this is the end. Whatever happens at the end, that's is that's it. Like I would like to know what ha- in my mind. I'm gonna have to just make the rest of the story up instead of having to wait. Because back in 2013 or whatever, I was waiting for the next episode. Like just waiting right. to move to Vegas. I moved to Vegas in August of that year, and I'm like, all right, Southland should be back next April. No, it was not back next April. Okay, no, I literally just watched it. I will read your fan fiction, Kevin, and once you write the fan fiction, I will sit down and watch it. (laughs) Me and Jamie are going to write it down. The scene, Los Angeles. (laughs) The time. 2014. (laughs) So that's why I have Southland there, and I I didn't want to move it from two to three because I felt like it is my my favorite of the ones, but it's one of my the top ones. It had to be where it was because yeah. Southland like was that big. <clears throat> Speaking of that, Jamie, what did you have at number one? I mean, I feel like there is no debate on my number one. It is Law and Order SVU. And I'm gonna tell you, yeah, I have SVU too. SVU. 
it's one. an iconic. Do you have SVU me. as well? Can we just no? But it's it's rightfully it's rightfully in that place. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna Can we talk about the fact that Miss Olivia Benson went from just being little side Miss Olivia Benson to now she is a writer, director, and producer. And the lead actress. Yeah, it's, it's her show. Like, if you start calling yeah. it SVU and started calling him Benson, people would be like, "That makes sense." Yeah, like, I think it's, it's Benson. Yeah, it's such a good show, and I like that they stick with current crimes. They kind of give you current crimes. They give you, you know, different options. But I also love that they give genuine advice. Right? Like, I've watched the show my entire life growing up. It has been on. I have watched it all my years growing up. <laughs> it is one of those shows. Let me tell wow, you. Wow, it has been on like your whole life. My whole life. And when they would it's like your whole life. Like Stranger Danger, right? Stranger Danger crap in school. They would use her as examples. Miss Benson would be an example. You know what I mean? She did stuff for like the youth teaching them about Stranger Danger and things like that. And as a young girl seeing a woman explaining it to you and then watching the show and she's like a cop and she like kicks everyone's butt. I was like, this is amazing. Like, yes, I love her. So I feel like it's a nostalgia thing, but it's also just a really, really good show. They do a fantastic job. Well, it's not even nostalgia because the show's still on. That's well, the for thing. Me, it's it's the, nostalgia. The longevity of the show. Like it came out in 1999. Yep. And it is still on TV and people yeah. are Bruh. still watching it. Like Stabler left 10 years ago. We were like, yes. and it was around long enough for him to come back and get his yeah. own show. <laughs> yeah. Like, it felt like yesterday that he left too. Like, oh, since Elliot's been gone, but it's been like 10 years. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, if he's been gone 10 years and he, it was gone long enough for him to go and have a whole nother life and then come back. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yes. It is just such a good show. Like unmatched. Yeah. This also like took Ice so, T from gangster rapper to actor. <laughs> there are people who did not so know that Ice T was a rapper who have been watching this show. Yep. Like that since it started. <laughs> That's crazy. I was just gonna say that uh the thing about all of the law and orders and, and just the umbrella and going into the SVU thing to piggyback off of what Jamie said, essentially he's yes. been around her whole life is those shows are a time capsule of technology of life because they have been on for the last 30 something years. I mean, when the first, you, you see the technology that they use in those first, first episodes to what we have now, it's a, it's kind of an amazing time capsule. So I'm not like, I definitely debated switching it to this, but it doesn't meet my criteria, you know, from what I had set up, but it is absolutely Rightful number one. So, it's such a so I personally hate Law and Order SVU. Um, the reason I personally hate it is because I did not watch it regularly at all. But now, anytime that I'm literally flipping channels, <laughs> and it happens to see, I happen to see a single second of it, I now have to sit down and watch the rest of the episode. Yes, you do. And then, if I caught it in the middle of the episode, I have to go to Hulu and figure out what the episode was and then go back and watch the beginning of said episode because yep. I need to know everything that happened because me watching the last 15 minutes is not enough because I need to know how did we get here? Why is this yes. kid pointing fingers at his nanny or whatever? I need to know what happened here. I need to know is there a continuation of the story? Does this character come back? And another reason I hate it is because at the very end of the episode, it's over. It's yeah. just over. Yeah. They'll get, they'll bust the guy, they'll arrest him, and then or not. I want to know what happened next. Case. What happened next? 
Like, it's, I, I need to know the continuation. One, there's one episode in particular where they, the the person gets loose and then they take a gun and they shoot somebody in the in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Like they get loose in the courtroom and they pulled the gun and shot somebody in the courtroom. And then they like arrest them, and then they, then then they they arrest that person, and he's yelling as they're dragging him away. And I'm like, "What happens now?" Yeah. And then the credits come up, and I'm like, "No, I need to know what happens to this guy. Are they going to retry him? Are they going to try him for attempted murder? I need to see that. I need to see him go to jail. We're not going to see him go to jail. What? Because he's not an SVU. It's see, a okay. different department. I'm the opposite. I need to see that." I am the opposite. I have watched, literally watched the show. It came out in 1999. So I was, what, five? So I've literally watched the show my entire life. Like when you would stay homesick from school, I would watch like Law and Order SVU type stuff. You know what I mean? So to me, it's one of those shows that if I'm just walk, I can clean the whole house while Law and Order is on. Law and Order SVU, I clean the whole house because I can walk in and I know exactly what episode and I know exactly what happened. So I can just walk in, walk out, do what I got to do. It's so I could take a nap while it's on, wake up, know the episode, know what I'm watching. I'm unproductive. I'm like in the middle of you guys because like I've watched them a million times, but I still need to sit down and rewatch it. Like I don't know what's going to happen next. Like, like oh my God, this episode ludicrous. Oh man, I wonder if he's ever going to confront his mom in the courtroom. That's going to happen in five minutes. Like I got to make sure this happens the way I remember it. So like I'm in the middle of you guys. Listen, there was there was one time I walked in on an episode and this mom was telling the the son was on the stand and said that his friend raped his friend raped his mom and she and he shot his friend and killed him right and the friend was a little black kid and and i was like what's going on turns out the son the the friend was clapping his mom's cheeks for like a while and he was they had a relationship. He was underage. But, like, I, when I flipped on the thing, they're, like, selling the kid, like, you could tell the truth. And, like, the uh, Benson and uh, Finn had already gone and figured out, like, there was no forced entry. There, the, the kid's, like, underwear was upstairs, but he was shot in the, in the kitchen, uh, but his underwear was on the floor upstairs. There was an Instagram photo or someone, whatever, their social media photo of, like, him laying on the bed in the room from like weeks before and I had to, I had to go then go to Hulu, go find the episode, go to the beginning. Turns out at the big, very beginning of the episode, Aaron, the very beginning of the episode, they, the kid comes home early, has a rifle. Uh, here's his mom screaming in the kitchen cause she's getting it. She's getting the business done to her. He grabs the gun, shoots his buddy in the back. His buddy turns around and he was giving the business to his mom, and the mom's like, "You saved me, son. He was raping me." But in reality, she was sleeping with this like 15, 16 year old boy that was his, his her son's best friend, and she got yeah, she got caught, and so she let her son kill this boy, and then told him he was your friend was terrible, and so. Watching all that, ha- I gotta like know everything that happened before. Yeah. I need to know what happens to this mom once she goes to jail. What happens to this boy? He he's not gonna go live with his dad, but like he's traumatized. He watched his mom getting her cleats, her cheeks clapped, and he killed his best friend. Like those things happen. I need to know everything that happens next. I need to know everything. That's how. I, so that's the hard part for me with Law and Order. But I have it here because anyone who's anyone. That's guest star here. And that's like, that's, you got to get a guest star role. You know what I'm saying? 23 years. I need a guest star role. 
if if I'm an actor, if I'm an actor, I'm like, hey, I'm trying to come up. Hey, can we get me like a single episode arc? Some SVU, get some law and order. Yeah, yeah, SV, listen, I could be the one that get killed, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I could be the raper, like it I'm don't matter. Who did it? I don't know who did it. I'm, I convinced my friend to stab her sister. That was me. Yeah, that was me. Like that could be me. I'm talking to my agent. That could be me. You know what I'm saying? Let him know. Let him know. I can do what any of these roles. Anything that's needed of me, I can do for one time on SVU. Yep. It's a launching pad, and then you're good. <laughs> yeah. Call, yeah. Her, call her. She'll tell you. <laughs> Aaron, you got to watch more Law and Order SVU, man. Yes. No, don't get me wrong. I I used to watch it for years. It it just doesn't fit my criteria, and I wasn't gonna switch it to number one because I think the one that I got there is actually a better show in terms of the show. All right, then, Aaron. So, what do you have at number one? Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Breaking okay. Bad was number six on my list. So, I, okay. Okay. So Breaking Bad, I think, is a better show. Not to say it's, you know, your, yours is absolutely, SVU is the number one. I completely get your argument. It's not going to argue against it. But I think Breaking Bad as a show is a better show, better series. Um, I, I think I just like, I, mean, I can't even argue that it's darker than the SVU because some of that shit is <laughs> dark. Like, but, oh yeah. But I just like the, I, I think that, I probably could have come up with a list of all anti-hero type things and put this because Walter White is, you know, king anti-hero. And I love his relationship with Jesse, um, how they do this. They run this criminal enterprise together, all of the stuff. You have the drama with the family, some realism in that and what's going on with his cancer. You have, you know, the other twists and turns with the, you know, his son has the disabilities that he's dealing with. You've got, you know, the... We'll call him the what the uh, his brother-in-law. That's you know the yeah. he's a DEA agent. So you've got that side of things and through the course of the yeah season, Hank, his brother-in-law Hank. I was just randomly say yeah. a name. I was like, I was like, why are you yelled yes. Hank? But yeah, Hank. Like <laughs> all of the characters are just so well done throughout the course of the series, and just the feeling that you have of you know Walter and Jesse's connection through all of this and you know for those of you i this is a show that i wouldn't want to have anyone spoil yeah. for me because the it's done almost to perfection through from beginning to end and there's it's beautiful you have it. not watched i am it yet. going to watch it you you know, have so, to and again that's it. why i'm not going to say anything more that it is just there's not many shows that are done and end at the right time in the right way and it's just it's just done perfectly. You know, like I'll sit down. What Aaron's saying, Shantae, Breaking Bad was didn't get canceled. Breaking Bad ended, ended and right. that's what's crazy, yeah. right? Because like was, a lot of these shows, so good. a lot of these are canceled. Shows, they, they 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 get they end. They get canceled. But this one ended. They they they, they chose put it. together. They yeah. And I know that, and that's one of the reasons why I haven't watched it yet, because like when people are all talking about it, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get into it. And then I realized that it does have, like, it did have a destination in mind. So I was like, well, I need to wait, because I don't want to be in any cliffhangers like some of these people up in here, like Southland. So I wanted to wait till it all came out, which it has now. And then, you know, I haven't watched it yet. So I haven't watched Better Call Saul, like the spinoff, like. But I like Saul, the character. Like, I, cool, I'm sure that show's really good. But, like, The Breaking yes. Bad from beginning to end is probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. El Camino was seen, really good, so. too, though. 
Like after you finish Breaking Bad, Start you should watch El Camino. Yeah. Just to give yourself like that extra finalization, I would say. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. I, I really the it. show is super good and deep, right? Because like it it you see the evolution of Walter White. Yes. Um yes. from high school teacher to who he is in the end. And it it's just an amazingly uh, deep show, mm-hmm. and it seems smart and it's yeah. gritty. It's super gritty. Every single character has something defining yeah. about them. Like even yeah. the, like the yeah, like the most the smallest part. Like they're in there for a reason, and that show like depth. Kevin said it best. The yeah. depth of that show is just yeah. amazing. So again, I think it's a better all around show, which is why I didn't change it but like svu i'm not mad that it's number one yeah you you should definitely check it out shantae breaking bad is something you That's should start it's just i'm busy uh, yeah but i mean <laughs> you are but it's breaking bad the one yeah. that knocks it's a thing like, um i'm not gonna say it but there are lots of shows i need to catch up on so yes like there's a lot of shows that I hear about too that I I don't push, but I mean this is what I'm intentionally not trying to spoil this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how good it is. I'm, I'm like I'm just watching. Yeah, like I'm like anyone potentially watching this. I don't want to ruin it because it's. Hey, listen, good. if you're listening out there, if you're watching, uh, we're not going to tell you more about Breaking Bad because it's really good. It's it. not number one for me on crime shows because if I think crime shows, I think of police procedural type stuff. I do too. So. Yeah. But if I was thinking about criminal shows, it yeah. would be. I feel like high this show, there. especially from what I it's, know about it, it really and like I, obviously I haven't watched it. I think if it's more like a drama. critique on the healthcare industry type of deal, about than like a crime show or a crime procedure. Oh no! I mean that's that's an element yeah. to it. It's a crime show. <laughs> it's a crime show. Yeah. It's, it's a crime show. It's it's not a critique on the health. It is a Wikipedia says it is a neo western yeah. crime drama. It, it's not a. Crime it's it's a bit of a critique on the uh, healthcare industry, but it's one hundred percent a crime show. Yeah, gotcha. One hundred percent a crime show. <laughs> show. This is hey. wow, wow. All right, Shante. Yeah. Running through the list. Tell us what we got going on here. All right. So at number five for Jamie, she has The Stranger. Yeah. For me and number five, I have Leverage. Aaron has Criminal Minds. And Kevin has Walker, Texas Ranger. At number four, Jamie has CSI, the OG. I have Bones. Aaron has Psych. Kevin has Brooklyn Nine-Nine. At number three, Jamie has Southland. I have New York Undercover. Aaron has The Shield. And Kevin has Fast Lane. At number two, Jamie has Criminal Minds. And I have Criminal Minds. Aaron has Dexter. And Kevin has Southland. And at number one, Everyone but Aaron has SVU, and then Aaron has Breaking Bad. Yes. Perfect, perfect. So, Jamie, what we do here on the show is we give you a chance to rearrange your list a little bit. You can move one, only one of your choices from where it is to another spot because we're about to vote on it. So do you want to move anything, any slots, or do you want to keep it all the same? All right. Keeping okay. it the same, I like that. I appreciate that. So with that, Jamie, at number five, you could you have to pick one. You cannot choose your own. Cannot choose a stranger. So between Leverage, Criminal Minds, and Walker, Texas Ranger, what do you think should be at number five? We're making the consensus top five go list. 
Mm, I guess Criminal Minds then. You know, Criminal Minds there. Sounds good. It's going to be on the list a couple times for her. That's how she would have it. I, I can't tell you how to vote, but I will tell you how to your vote. But. <laughs> well, because like, right I've right. never seen the other two, so I feel like that's not a fair vote. That's the only one I've so- seen. <laughs> what we do here? <laughs> so she, she has criminal minds yeah. there. Aaron, you cannot vote for criminal minds. Leverage the stranger or Walker, Texas Ranger. So I'm glad Kevin brought up Walker, Texas Ranger, because that's hilarious <laughs> to me. Um, but uh, I'm also glad Shantae reminded me of Leverage because that show was the shit. So let's go with Leverage. All right, Shantae, which one? What, what are you thinking here between Criminal Minds, Walker, Texas Ranger, or The Stranger? What are you voting for here? I can't vote for Leverage, obviously. I'm not going to vote for Criminal Minds because I know where it is later. That <laughs> so I'm not going to waste that vote. Um, like I said, I never watched Walker, Texas Ranger. And I never watched The Stranger. It sounds interesting. It's good. So I'll vote for The Stranger, even though I've never really seen it. And it's based All on right. a book, so, you know. No love for Walker in this in this round right here. I love Chuck Norris. Chuck, I didn't love Chuck Norris. Love. Poor Chuck Norris. Oh, Chuck. Him and his, uh, his uh, Bowflex are, are going to be upset. <laughs> but... Uh, I'm going to be voting for leverage here because I like the idea of them all being like criminals and having different like gifts to help now solve the crimes. I think that's pretty cool. Right. I think that's pretty cool. All right, Shantae, go. You're up. So for number four, I can't vote for Bones, the one I picked. Um, so I, dang, I really. The options are CSI, CSI, Psych, or Brooklyn Nine Nine. I really love Brooklyn Nine Nine. But I have to give props where props are due. And CSI, the OG CSI, just, I mean, a lot of the shows that we all watch now are bred from the CSI um, template. So CSI it is. All right. Aaron, Same. CSI. Same. Jamie, you cannot vote for CSI. So Bone, Psych, the 9-9. The 9-9. There we go. A little love right there for the 9-9. I'm going to have to go for a... Bones because Shantae's talked about it a bunch. So, but that means CSI takes the cake right there. So, number four for the top five go podcast is CSI. I do appreciate that pity. No problem. (laughs) There, you're at number three, man. Talk to us about number three. Uh, I can't do. I can't do the shield. Uh, I can't do fast lane. uh, Although, you know, I mean, I can, but I don't want to. Never thought New York undercover. Um, and we got Southland on there. You guys have talked it up. Man, none of these. I'm going to go New York undercover because that one sounds dope. It's a good show. What? How do you, can you not do the fast lane? What is wrong with fast lane? Each episode you know how costs two and a half million dollars. Each episode was two and a half you know million dollars. You made it sound like to me? You made it sound like the Fast and the Furious, and I ain't voting for any of that shit. Oh, it is the Fast and the Furious in 22 episodes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, Jamie. Jamie, what are you voting for? Kevin might have launched himself across the the table. I would have. I say the You're going for the shield here? It sounds so interesting. I'm going to vote for Southland here because I need Southland to make this list and. I don't know. It's definitely not at two, but I need. I feel like Southland should be on this list, so I'm voting for Southland here at number 
uh, at number three. So I uh, I get to break a tie. Wonderful. Well, I can't vote for New York Undercover, and I'm I, I'm going to vote for Southland here. It sounds really yeah. interesting. I probably am going to end up watching it after you guys talk so much about it. Fast Lane. It sounds cheesy. I'm sorry, Kevin. guys. Fast Lane, <laughs> so good, so so good. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm sorry. Bill Bellamy, Tiffany Faith. I'm so sorry you, to both of you. Kelly Kapowski and my girl. It just sounds cheesy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang. Dang. All right, fine. Whatever. Screw you guys. At number two, we got Criminal Minds, Criminal Minds, Dexter, and Southland. I cannot vote for Southland here. Um, I will not vote for Dexter because it was on Showtime and they priced people out. So I will be voting for <laughs> Criminal Minds. Power to the people, right? <laughs> I'm also for Criminal Minds here since there's two of us, James. I'm voting for Criminal Minds as well. Exactly. <laughs> you see how that earlier. works. Because yeah. <laughs> you can't vote for your own, but I you could vote for Shantae. I would like to move Dexter to number five and Criminal Minds to two. It can be five and two. It's a great show. Yeah. <laughs> And then here we go, number one. The options are Jamie's SVU, my SVU, <laughs> Shantae's SVU, or Aaron's Breaking Bad. Aaron, we're going to start with you. Still a bad one. I'm going to go with Breaking <laughs> Bad. <laughs> I've already said it was SVU. Like, you guys are fine with that. I debated changing it, but I still think that Breaking Bad's a better show. Perfect. I, we're all SVU. I think SVU is the number one yes. show in terms of like crime shows. Twenty three years, twenty three plus years because it's still going with no end in sight. With most, with of no end in sight. No characters too. So, yes. so a lot of original cast members are still on the show. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't see any way that this ends without. Even even if she wants to leave, I think then they just brings then they they just have Rollins now as the main character. No, they're Amanda Rollins is now the main character. I already thought this through. So we'll get Benson two and it's gonna be like her daughter. Watch something like that, right? Yeah. That's just how it'll end. If they'll keep it going, it's gonna go forever. So SVU or her, son. I think will be or her son. Yeah, the one that she adopted. Yeah, right? it's gonna be the son. And like, in like season eight, and then I saw again in season twelve, and then season seventeen, yep. and then season nineteen. Like, yep, it's it's just uh, that's this show's gonna go forever. Shantae, run through our top five for us. So our at number five we have Leverage. Number four we have the OG CSI. Number three we have Southland. Number two with Criminal Minds, and at number one we have Law and Order SVU. And with that, do we have a winner? I believe I it's think- Jamie. Jamie won. Jamie kind of kicked our asses on no! this. Yes. Congrats, Jamie. Congrats That's to Jamie. Crazy. Like, guests don't come in here and win stuff. They don't. It made Aaron so mad he left. That's <laughs> <laughs> he was. He just literally left the studio, the virtual studio. Aaron just yeah. took off because he was so mad about Jamie winning. Aaron, come back. Eric, come back. So mad. So mad at Jamie. <laughs> I had no idea what just happened. That was so weird. 
all of a sudden went to some stream yard screen. I was like, where did it go? <laughs> Aaron, we announced Jamie as the winner, and I put the J- congrats Jamie banner, and then he said, I'm out of here. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm going to throw a little pity party for myself. Jeez, Louise, guys. You know. <laughs> oh. Okay. Congrats on the win, Jamie. I even gave her, like, the, yeah, like, rock on. Nope, out of here. I touched the wrong button. (laughs) So Jamie's our winner for this episode. Do you guys have any honorable mentions, guys? I do. I do. Uh, Castle is an honorable mention for me. Castle's a good one. Castle. Burn Notice. Burn Notice is a good one. That was, I debated that one. Mindhunter. Mindhunter. True Detective on HBO miniseries. LA's Finest. So slept on. Such a good show. That was the one with Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba, right? Yes. Yep. And it's actually a good show. It's not just them being cute. Like it's a good show. Yeah. And I and they cancel it, but I hope because you know with all the COVID stuff in there, I hope they like get their shit together and bring it back. So good. So good. So the one that I don't I had French. Ooh, that's good. Mm. I feel like one that no one talked about that is talked about as one of the most highly regarded is The Wire. And I've actually never mm-hmm. seen it, so I couldn't personally put it on it. I've only watched one season, so I could I didn't want to be unauthentic, but I am gonna watch it. I it's, yeah. yeah, it was one of those, but you're just here, it's the number one of all time in terms of that. And so I do wanna watch it. I just haven't. So yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, throw into how to get away with murder. That's another honorable mention. It's more of a drama. It's more drama, but there are crimes committed and it is a really good show. Yeah. I also have Mr. Robot, but it's it's a weird show, but it's really yeah. good. Oh, USA, right? Mr. Robot? Or- yeah. I think it was FX. Yeah. Oh, FX? Yeah. I had Hawkeye. <laughs> we got- Hawkeye. I'm glad you didn't put it on. There is a criminal element, but no. I guess. Slightly. They... No, Dang, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you made the decision to keep that honorable mention. Man, I like the wow. show. Is it a crime show? They're busting criminals. A criminal. one criminal in particular. Criminal. It took them a whole season. It was six episodes. What do you want? It was a six episode arc, man. That was it. <laughs> and they figured out the criminal in episode five. That was how's that any different than you just didn't get twenty two episodes to get it done. <sighs> Jamie, thank you for joining us. So happy to have you here. Thank you for Congrats having on me. the win. Sorry, pounding. <laughs> Congrats on the- <laughs> Jamie, you have anything you want to plug? Tell us about your channel. What is it? Where is it? Um, my YouTube channel is Jamie Yvonne. You can just find me on YouTube. I'm usually over there on Saturday or Sunday. And it's just a lot of fun vlogs. You get to see more of Puppy. As he grows now, he's in the vlogs, so he'll be there. He has grown. He's yeah. so tiny. He's, d- he's yeah, still exactly. so tiny. He's, he's only so going to get up to like 15 pounds. So he might weigh like five pounds now. He's a baby. Okay. Look at the baby. Look, Look at, the at baby. that. <laughs> Shantae, you have anything you want to promote? Uh, I have an Instagram account. It's in the box. It's right there. <laughs> Um, the village Shantae. You can I follow her there. Sometimes. Yeah. Just want to get I'll be better. I'll get better. That's what I'll do. That's my resolution for 2022. Get, get better. better at Instagram. Aaron? Yeah, top five go Aaron on Instagram. I like interacting with our uh, you know Eastern Europe fans that are uh, 
They're a big hit. They're great. <laughs> Shout out to Albania. Shout out Albania. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at KG Fury on all platforms. Uh, Facebook, uh, you can find me there. And same thing with Twitter and Instagram. I don't post a lot, so don't expect much. Um, also, continue to check out shows here at the Free Podcast Network. We have Top 5 Go. We have DCOM After Dark. Uh, we have an episode coming up soon that has Shantae where we watch Lemonade Mouth. We so did. check that out. Kevin and Lindsay. Also, we have an episode coming up with CJ where we watch Camp Rock. So listen to those things. Check them out. Um, also, you can find me streaming on For the Fans. It's a channel that we will be discussing Celebrity Big Brother. So check that out. Coming up very soon. Um, other than that, uh, oh, this is going to be on YouTube. So like, like and subscribe and all that good stuff. This is yeah, new for us. Ring the bell. Like and subscribe and all those things. And check out Jamie's YouTube page as well, Jamie Yvonne, and do that. Other than that, uh, thanks for joining us. Say bye. 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 bye.